Welcome to the Dunks After Dusk Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Flavin, here with my co-host, Mitch Peterson. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited for what we have before us this evening. You know, I was thinking, you know, with what's coming tonight, if we were to make a Vegas line for the upcoming football draft... I would probably put you as like a one, you know, minus one fifty favorite. Do you think that? Do you think that's fair? I do. I think that that's fair. I think you know, just <laughs> unless I'm wrong, I don't think you've ever played competitive football. Is that is that fair? Well, I mean, elementary school at recess. And I don't. I don't mean to trash talk so early, but like you know, <laughs> just like at any sort of competitive high level, like you know i mean again elementary school at recess i lost two teeth playing football so that's that's pretty high level in fourth grade it sounds like you were bad at football (laughs) in fourth grade you got caught and got teeth knocked out i should not care this much about that but i was great (laughs) in fourth grade i just want the whole world to know this i was a fantastic it it can be a it can be a future podcast we can go over our (laughs) under 12 year old athletic highlights and compare who had a better a better playground career um, but no, I think, I think that, um, we obviously both know football. We both know basketball. That's our two favorite sports. We care a lot about it and know a lot about the Minnesota teams and what incorporates them. So no, I think, I think, a, a crossover hybrid football draft is pretty perfect for both of us. I, I don't, I wouldn't say there's a, a clear favorite. I think if there's a minor edge, maybe, um, uh, but I, I feel it's, it's gotta be pretty close to a coin flip. We both know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why, you know, listeners, this is going to be our first official full episode is we wanted to do something that we thought we'd have. We'd have a lot of fun with and hopefully you'll have a lot of fun listening to mixing in, um, you know, our love of the Timberwolves with um, many of the hours we put into watching football. So what's going to be going on, Mitch? Why don't you take over and explain, you know, the, the draft that's coming up here momentarily? Yes. So we have a uh, competitive draft going back and forth between Pat and myself. So we'll be drafting an offensive and a defensive side of the team consisting of Timberwolves players throughout franchise history. So the game is tackle football, full, full tackle football, college OT rules, which means we alternate possessions from the 25 yard line. And if you score, then the other team has a chance to tie and you kind of go back and forth until there's a winner. Um, that each team will consist of eight players and one coach. So you have a quarterback, a wide receiver, a running back, and an offensive lineman on offense. And you have a defensive lineman, linebacker, corner, and some sort of defensive hybrid position. You could put that as a safety, a linebacker, an extra lineman. You could really do whatever you wanted with that. But you're going 4v4. And then a coach, all players that are selected, have to stay at their drafted position. So you're not able to move people around. Um, yeah, those are the rules. We're going to get started. We did a coin flip right before we got on the air. Um, Pat took tails like a small child who went for the rhyme of tails never fails and he lost. So I got heads. So I get the first, the first pick tonight. You no, know, 
I, I really appreciate this energy already. I can tell I can tell we're ready to to go head to head here. <laughs> yeah, one one of us is. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's we we're gonna be busy. We got we got, you know, eighteen picks that we've gotta make, so it's gonna be a busy one. So let's let's get right to it. You have the number one overall pick. Let's hear it. Who you who you going with? This was this is a hard one for me because there's a lot of different types of players in Timberwolves history and players that I have a personal affinity for, um, players that I think would translate better to a football field than how they were as basketball players. But I, th- I would say I think there is one clear positional advantage in Timberwolves history that can't be matched. And this might be a bit of an upset, and I'm leaving a lot of talent on the board. But with the number one pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I select... Nikola Pekovic, offensive lineman. Whoo! So, hmm. I, I went back and forth a decent amount on this one, and I just think that there is physically, in a game of contact, full tackle football, there is not a single player in Timberwolves history that can stack up with with Pekovic in a phone booth. You know, they talk about offensive line, defensive line, controlling the line of scrimmage. Peck is by far the most physically dominant player that would ever set foot in a football field in a Timberwolves jersey. And I think that knowing that we have the advantage every single play on our offensive line where we can get a push, we can move people back if we need to, allows me to get more creative with the rest of my um, with the rest of my picks. So I'm going to take the positional advantage over the high-end talent. I don't know if it's going to come back to bite me or not, but that's where I'm going with the number one pick. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well... It's interesting because uh, if I'm being honest, I, I he was in the mix for me at number one overall as well. If I would have gotten the number one overall pick, though, there is just a far too talented player who is now available to me at number two. I'm sure the guy that you were going back and forth with, probably the no doubt greatest football player in, in Timberwolves history. Like he, you know, I guess in his own words, he believes it's about a lot of sports in himself, but could have gone pro in, in football if he wanted. But <laughs> let's let's take anything this twenty-one-year-old <laughs> says with a grain of salt. But go on. <laughs> um, but I I can't say too much bad about Nikola Pekovic as as an offensive lineman. It's going to make what I do on defense a lot harder. So I I respect it. I disagree that he's the number one overall pick, but I understand why you did it. Yep, I think I think that that I'm I'm torn myself. So you can go ahead and make your selection, and then we can get this debate over with. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get right to it. With the second overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I select Anthony Edwards at running back. Hmm. Running back. Okay. Yep. To me, that is. You know, going to be the position where I think Anthony Edwards is going to be most valuable. You could try to think of like putting him in as a like swing quarterback, something like that, where he's also throwing it a little bit. But I just think his physical advantage, his speed, his strength, you put him in the running back position, and now you have a, a running game that is immediately going to be incredibly dangerous. And so for me, running back's the position for Ant. I, again, think I got the, the, the single best athlete slash football player that we were going to get in this draft at number two, but it's game of strategy. 
positional, you know, um, futility could come into play here. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens when we go, but let's, uh, you know, let's jump, let's jump on to number three. I kind of figured these would be the one and two picks. So I think here's where the draft is, is going to get, going to get interesting. Sure. Yep. I agree. You, you got the most talented player. I will say, um, I'll get into my third one and then we'll explain why with the Third overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I select Kevin Garnett, defensive lineman. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the only player left on the board that I believe could even come close to Pekovic in terms of neutralizing some of his effect, and not because they have a similar body type, but just because KG is the definition of a dog. He is he would find a way to compete with Peck, regardless of he's given up probably 80 pounds. And I still think it might've been close, but I'm going to, because I believe he's that good, because I believe he's the only one that could have competed. I now would say out of the two people that I could have taken in the trenches, I think I got one and two. And I just personally believe that football comes down to that over and over and over again, where yeah, I, I feel very, very confident. I got the greatest defensive player in Timberwolves history, one of the greatest defensive players in NBA history, with probably the best football personality of anybody I could have drafted. So I am ecstatic with how this draft has gone. It hurts missing on Ant, but if you tell me at one and two, I can get what I would argue are the two most dominant physical presences um, in terms of their strength, physicality, and mentality of what I think they can do on the line. I'm, I'm loving where I'm starting. So that that's where I go at number three. Yeah. That that one hurts. Like that was he was gonna be, you know, or at least attempt to be my answer to your to your Pekovic draft. Uh, you know, I don't well. I thought KG could match up on D line. I would have done D line for him as well. Do you think of any other position for KG, or is it is it defensive lineman's the way to go? I think he's athletic enough. Especially young KG could have absolutely played backer. Um, I think there's more people that could play backer and less people that can be as dominant as he would be. Like his combination of athleticism and strength is is unmatched i would say in, in timberwolves the only one that's close is anthony edwards i think where just his build is different um but no i think i think d line is you know from instincts from want to from like i said athleticism size strength i think it's a clear it's a clear pick yeah yep he was he was my third yeah i had him third on my list and i to me i had a clear top four and then that's after that to me the draft starts getting getting really interesting so Maybe uh, let, let's transition on to my, to my number four pick. So with the fourth overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I will be selecting Jimmy Butler at cornerback. Jimmy Butler, okay. cornerback. So for me, you know, in the same way KG is going to be your, you know, your defensive heart, Jimmy's going to be mine. You know, I think he already has the characteristics of a, you know, professional football corner. He he likes himself a lot. He believes in himself a lot. He's going to talk a lot of trash when he's out there on, on the sideline. So to me, whoever your pick at wide receiver is going to be, I can, as a, you know, defensive coordinator, as a coach, sit back and say, Jimmy's got this. I feel I feel confident. Doesn't matter who the wide receiver is. I think Jimmy's gonna have have no problem taking care of that. So Jimmy is my is my pick at corner. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's a clear cut top four for me. I think that he is. He's definitely in the conversation, um, especially like you mentioned the defensive mindset, the acumen, the he he's got. 
He's got some of the KG dog to him. I will say from a a leadership standpoint, I, I don't know. I, I've got some questions early on. If that's going to be your heart and soul, I think that he took him all of about three quarters of a season to lose a locker room and stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know how that how that's feeling, especially when, you know, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll get into that as, as we go and as we start talking about culture and vibe. But, you know, is... Is Jimmy the type of guy that can rally a defense in that way where it's everyone is is in lockstep with him and he's motivating people to be better than they could be? I don't I don't know that I've ever seen that from Jimmy as he's on like his sixth team in the NBA now. Yeah, here's the great thing. This is just a, a one game matchup. You know, I don't have to deal with Jimmy for a season. I don't have to deal with Jimmy in training camp. I don't have to deal with him calling Rachel Nichols. I just get to have him for one game. He's gonna show up when it's one game, he always shows up. So yep. I feel I feel good that's about a, that's about a, that's a great point. We're not we're not doing the season. We got we got one. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, I would I would agree though. This is kind of where the draft starts, where you have to start figuring out what you want to be about and the identity of your team. So to try to match your offensive weapon of Ant, I feel like I've gone in the trenches early. I got to get an athlete with the number five overall selection in the Timberwolves football draft. I select. Zach Levine, and I gotta be honest, even to this moment, I don't know what position I'm putting him at. Um, I, I I honestly have gone back and forth about this all day since we decided we were gonna do this, and I was starting to look. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put Zach Levine at wide receiver. All right. I think that Zach Levine is is probably the singular greatest athlete in Timberwolves history. I don't know that that's debatable. Um, and I would say potentially in NBA history, he's in the top, you know, 10 to 15 conversation of, of athletes of all time. I know you picked Jimmy at your corner and I don't always like matching strength for strength. You like finding some of those positional advantages where you can. I'm just not convinced that Jimmy is locking up Levine. I, I, I think Levine is faster. I think he's twitchier. I think he's got a higher vertical He's a much more natural athlete than Jimmy is. Now, Jimmy is stronger, and I'll give you that. But I just, I don't think you're pressing an athlete like Levine enough to slow him down. So I think you're I think you're going to have to commit some help to that matchup. I know you think probably disagree with me, but I would say that matchup tilts Levine more than it tilts Butler. Ooh, so I'll ooh. take I'll take Levine at wide receiver. Yeah, I will we'll send that one to the listeners when it gets to voting. But for me, when I look at a, a Jimmy Butler and matching up corner to wide receiver Zach Levine I say I take my hands off that as a coach and I say Jimmy's got this I will sit back and I will let Jimmy take that matchup 10 out of 10 times but you know you you got to go to bat for your boy so I just I, I think I think Levine if you put Levine on a football field the equivalent of Zach Levine on a football field is Randy Moss I genuinely believe that and I don't think you drafted Deion Sanders you didn't you didn't draft an athlete that can go step for step with Randy Moss if we're doing that comparison to a football field. So, I, again, we can disagree. We'll have the listeners talk. But I I do not believe that he can contain him 10 out of 10 times you take your hands off of a coach. If you would like to do that, we will win this game going away. Yeah. Well, maybe this is where, for me, some strategy has got to come into play in terms of who I am going to draft next. So, with the sixth overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft... I am going to select Kevin Love at quarterback. 
Kevin Love at quarterback. And here's the reason why I'm going with K-Love. To me, there is one deep ball passer in, in Timberwolves history. Kev, uh, Kevin Love is the greatest outlet passer in the NBA. So if you were trying to look at someone, if, you know, if I'm going to have Jimmy pressing up on Levine and you needed somebody who could chuck the ball, you know, deep and hope that Levine could get a step, put his hand up at Randy, K-Love was that guy. And so I feel like by drafting K-Love, now I have the option of a more vertical offense and I'm taking that away from you, at least as far as I can see on the draft picks that are available. And that's going to open up my offense with already having Anthony Edwards in the backfield. So for me, K-Love's my guy at quarterback, a pick because I like him offensively, but I also think it hampers a little bit of what Levine, you know, the weapon that Levine could be for you um, if I was all, at all worried about Jimmy staying step for step with him. Yeah. Well, that's interesting that, you know, as we were talking about you not being worried, you had to take an immediate counter to that sort of thing. So that's, you know, it's telling maybe. Um, but no, I, I got I got no problem with K-Love being the first quarterback selected. I think he is a, a Ben Roethlisberger type quarterback. Great vertical game, pretty hampered athletically, not going to make a lot of plays that way, but is a is a an accurate deep ball guy. Yep. Yeah, I think I think the Roethlisberger comp is is right on. Um, you know, maybe a a Jared Lorenzen comp if you go really early. Kevin Love, just a just a thick quarterback <laughs> with a rocket arm. Um, there there will be. All right. Well, let's let's move on here. And I would say, yeah, those are those are probably a lot of the guys that I would say would go pretty early on in. In this draft, I think those are the ones that ha- seem to have a set position, or at least are, are are in that mix. Think that you have a great running back in Ant, and I need to have some people on my team that can can match up one on one with a player, and, and at least you're never going to stop a player like him, but slow him down. So, I will with the seventh overall selection in the Timberwolves football draft. I select Trenton Hassel, linebacker. Hassel, you know, we've, we've talked a lot of Tim Rules. We've gone over stuff like this before. Um, Hassel is a defensive stopper. He's a guy that would get put on the other team's, you know, number one guy a lot of nights when KG didn't quite have it. I think the continuity with Kevin Garnett is huge. They're obviously tight. They go back. Um, and I think that just as a, you know, is he is he a star player? No, but I really like what he brings. I like his build a little better for a football field than maybe some of the other guys that are defensive stoppers throughout Timberwolves history. So I'll take Trenton Hasso at linebacker and keep kind of building that defensive identity that I want that are team first guys, that are high character guys, that are high motor guys, that are fundamental guys. And I think the intelligence and motor that I'm building in my defense could be really special. So that's my selection at number seven. <sighs> I wish I could say something bad about it, but I love Trenton Hassel, you know, the, him watching him next to KG in that defense. It's it's intimidating to look at your defense right now to see to see KG and Hassel there. Those are two just, you know, stud defenders. I really can't say anything bad about the pick, that linebacker. He he was top of my list for linebacker, so I can only give credit to this one. Nothing else I can say. I, I love the pick. Trenton Hassel, well done. Aw, thanks, Pat. Yeah, you know, we can we can be kind, too. You know, don't, don't have to be overly competitive. I'm, I, I know it's coming. I know you're going to insult one of my next picks, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just try to butter you up to get you. That sounds, like it's, that sounds like it's completely up to you. If you make bad picks, you deserve to be reprimanded for them. Oh, man, this is this is where it's getting hard for me, whereas I'm looking, looking at my list. All right. With the 
eighth overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft. I select Andrew Wiggins, wide receiver. Andrew Wiggins as a wide receiver. So, wow. so here's here's the reason. To me, as I look at my board and I and I look at what's left, I have depth at a lot of positions still, except for wide receiver. Wide receiver, again, just going to be transparent with my board. I had Levine number one, and then Wiggins number two, and then I had a hard time finding the players. I won't list the other players who I had as possibilities, but there was definitely a drop-off in terms of overall athleticism, talent, and yes, as we're drafting, this is this is Minnesota Wiggins, but that is a, you know, a version of Andrew Wiggins that is still one of was one of the best athletes in the NBA. I think you put him at wide receiver. Everything you said about Zach Levine, you know, Wiggins is at least ninety percent of that, maybe even ninety five percent of it. Um, you know, doesn't quite have the ex- like the height of a Zach Levine, you know, jump, but he's he's right along there with her. He is a weapon at wide receiver. So, Andrew Wiggins, number eight overall pick. You know, balancing out some offense a little bit there. Yeah. I don't have a lot of respect for that pick, <laughs> just in full transparency. I <laughs> again I think I think that football to me, um, like a lot of sports, say basketball, where Minnesota Wiggins did not thrive and didn't do well, is about confidence, it's about mentality, it's about consistency, it's about attention to detail. Wiggins made an entire early career joke and meme out of not being that player. I'm not arguing he's not athletic. I'm saying that if you think about football as like a who do you want in your foxhole type guys, I don't want Wiggins anywhere near my foxhole. <laughs> but on on the other hand, if I just like write Cleveland on your jerseys, then I'm gonna get the you know the Wiggins that would show up for Cleveland who traded him. So there's you might have just got <laughs> you might have just got like 07 LeBron against Detroit then. So that's that's fair. <laughs> So, you know, there's there's mind games to be played here. You know, you're, what you're really you're making the case for some like Wiggins. I just better make sure that I get one hell of a coach to, to make sure he's ready to go. So, well, it's still coming. With the ninth overall pick in the Minnesota Timberwolves football draft, I select Josh Akogi, cornerback. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Akogi at corner. Um, because I believe, again, looking at my board, I probably would have had Butler number one, but I probably would have, yeah, I probably would have had Butler and Akogi one and one A. I think Akogi has made an unbelievable NBA career out of playing defense and locking down number one guys and going toe to toe with great athletes and both with kind of his, again, he's got a great build for a corner. He's thick he's got long arms he is top end athlete when he when he especially early on in minnesota like some of the the defensive highlights he had against top top level talent in the nba was phenomenal there's a reason he is an absolutely atrocious offensive player and has lasted as long as he has in the nba because he's that special of a defender Um, he's done it on championship caliber level teams um obviously again to your point with wiggins maybe not with the wolves wasn't but his defense was that good and it was nationally recognized as being that good so I will right now look at my defense and say I've got KG, Trenton Hassel, Josh Akogi, and good luck to your offense. Yeah, you know, I like I like Akogi as as a you know as a second corner. To me, we're looking at the drop from Jimmy to Akogi is 
not any different from the drop from Levine to Wiggins at receiver. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, he's your, you know, he's the second pick corner. He's he's good. You know, I can't say much bad about him from his time here. He always gave everything he had on on the court. But the the talent, he's not Jimmy Butler as a defender. He's a good defender, but he's not. He doesn't have the the elite ceiling that Jimmy Butler has. But you know, good good number nine overall pick. Yep. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. He's not changing the game and right now I don't need him to right I need I need him to do I need to trust that he's going to do exactly what I need him to do for my defense and over Akogi's time in the NBA I have zero problem putting my faith in that that is he going to be the star of my defense is he going to be the funnel I put everything else to no but I, I just don't think he has to be so yeah all right well let's transition to mine with the number 10 overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft I will select Andre Karolenko at linebacker. Andre Karolenko Love that. at linebacker. Love AK-47 in a football uniform. Trent Hassel was my was my first pick, but Andre Karolenko at, at linebacker. Um, Andre Karolenko was right there with me. I had them, you know, kind of next to each other. Would be happy with either one of them. Um, I think, you know, in terms of more national recognition, right? Andre Karolinko is going to have more of a national identity defensively. Like, he's going to be more well-known by the NBA as a whole than Trenton Hassel. But obviously, Trenton Hassel just has a special place in my heart from watching those Wolves teams. But I think if we're taking this to a national audience, AK-47 is going to be the going to be the guy who is going to be more deemed to be a better overall defender. So, Andre Karolinko, linebacker, standing there next to Jimmy Butler on my defense. Yeah, it's it's not a bad pick. I think the issue is is again we're drafting the Minnesota version of these people and Kirilenko was was past his prime by the time he got here. We're going to we're going to move on. There's more you could say, but we got we got other stuff to get to. Yep. Um we'll talk about it at the end. I think I think there's there's holes and there's flaws in your roster right now up and down. Um but you know again, I don't want to be rude. Um so we'll move on. So with the 11th pick in the uh, Timberwolves football draft, I select. No, I don't even have it yet. I don't even know who I want to take. <laughs> it's getting thin. God. It's getting thin out there. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's getting thin. There's, yeah, there's, there's, well, I will say at this point in the draft, we're at a point where every player has holes left for my roster. So I'm trying to look at kind of what I have now, what I want to build. Um, you also got to think matchups. And instead of, yeah, instead, so I'm kind of looking at, at the team you have and the team I have and what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to take another defender here. And I, I've only got one player drafted on offense so far. Or I should say two. I've got my offensive lineman as well. So, yeah, I kind of forgot about the most dominant player in the draft so far, I would say, and Nikola Pekovic, which is why a, I took him number one. Not a great sign you forgot about him. <laughs> It isn't. That's just because the way I had it written down on my sheet of paper, I had him off to the side. That's just a vision error more than it's a, an error in the construction of my team. Uh, but no, we're going to go defense again here. We are going to build an identity. And so with the 11th pick of the Minnesota Timberwolves football draft, I select Jared Vanderbilt, defensive specialist. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Vando on the field. I'm basically going to play kind of a, a two wide linebacker system to try to counteract what I think Ant can do as a running back. So I'm gonna have KG in the middle, pretty confident no one can handle him, um, 
And I'm also pretty confident Kalov can't run away from him. So I think KG is kind of a one man. He can almost take a one for two. But I think with the talent of Ant, I need to kind of do a two for one on defense. So I'm going to have Trenton Hassel one way. I'm going to have Jared Vanderbilt the other way, who for my money, again, if he term- in terms of just motor, athleticism, uh, frame, I just, I love what he did in a Timberwolves jersey. I think that he is, he's fitting the mold of the type of player I want, um, on, especially on my defense. And I will tip my hand. I played defense in college. I love defense. And I genuinely believe that, especially in football, that that defense wins. And throughout the course of football, if you look, unless the other team has an unbelievably special and gifted quarterback, which I'm sorry, Kevin Love doesn't fit that description, that you can beat me on your own with Kevin Love, defense wins. So unless I'm playing Patrick Mahomes, defense wins. And you don't got a Mahomes on your team. You have an ant, which is a big deal, but I would say the total of my defense right now would be would be pretty overwhelming, especially for considering who's left on the board. So yeah. give me Jared Vanderbilt, defensive specialist. Yeah. You know, I like I like Vanderbilt as the defense specialist. I am surprised you didn't go for somebody else as your defensive specialist there, which now presumably he's gonna be left open for me. I can kind of sit on defense since you filled your defense. But here's something you didn't mention, and again, this is gonna go tilt in, in Vanderbilt's uh, favor. Vanderbilt shut Ant down in in the Laker game. I mean, when it, Vanderbilt to me is one of the best defenders against Ant in the NBA, and so mm-hmm. so that in terms of just matching up with Ant now. Basketball is different from football. And and can run by Jared Vanderbilt. And can knock Jared Vanderbilt over if he's got, you know, he's got a head of steam going. But I will say, in terms of just a specific ant matchup, I don't think that there's a better player in Wolves history outside of like your Garnets who could actually slow him down. So yeah, as as an ant, yeah. you know, answer, I think it's a great, you know, great value there for you at number eleven. Yeah, and it's, you know again, I think I think it's about I think it's about matchups. I think football's a matchup game, and I, I agree. I, I I will give you the reason I gave. I have to do this now is because I gave Ant up as that number one pick, and Ant is a special player. On a football field, Ant would be a special player. I just think I think I've done enough to neutralize that as as best I could. You know, you look at KG, Trenton Hassel, Vanderbilt as the front three. If you want to turn a hand the ball to, to Ant, I think I'm going to take that as a win for my team right now with that front three. But but we'll see. Yeah, I I again uh, for for value at 11 and the matchup with Ant, I think it's a I think it's a good pick. So let's uh let's transition to mine at 12, and I'm I'm ready to shake things up here. We're we're 12 picks into the draft. It's time to it's time to make it personal to go after your team specifically. So with the number 12 overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I will be selecting as my coach the player who I had as the second best quarterback in the league. Someone who I would say he's akin to like a Drew Brees in terms of his stature, his offensive creativity, um, just his overall leadership ability, and I'm getting him as my coach. Ricky Rubio, the Spaniard, coaching my team boy i just am so happy (laughs) of how this is going yeah but you know what you you think of the offensive creativity and here you give ricky time to game plan to to write up an offense you know he's gonna find ways to get the ball not to mention just the chemistry that he's bringing you talked about potential chemistry issues 
you throw Ricky in the mix with Jimmy. You let you know you let those good vibes, the changing of the face. We're gonna be happy. We're gonna enjoy it. I'll get I'll get a vibes guy. I'll take a quarterback off the board for you, and I'll get an offensive genius out there. So there we go. There's Ricky Rubio. Well, now I feel really confident. You know, you talk about waiting on positions. I don't I don't need to do anything at quarterback until until the last pick of the draft, which I I feel great about. Um, can just kind of take who I want and who fits my team better. So. Let's see here. I am going to address address the offensive side of the ball. So I only have to fill my running back and my quarterback. So I'll take a running back here. So with the 13th pick in the Minnesota football, Minnesota Timberwolves football draft, I select J.R. Ryder, running back. Wow. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it back. I'm just gonna right now. What I'm gonna do on my offense is I've sort of decided I'm gonna put athletes on the field and make you cover in space um, because you selected a 31 year old linebacker and Andre Kirilenko <laughs> who just doesn't have the juice. Um, J.R. Ryder is a dunk champ. Now is he a skilled basketball player, like an all star level basketball player? No. But is he in the conversation for most athletic Timberwolves player of all time? Yeah, I would put him up there. Okay. Um, and so, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go. You know, have a an offensive right now. We've got the Thunder up front with Peck, and we've got two athletes on the field that we can line up in Levine and J.R. Ryder, the two you know slam dunk champions in Wolves history. Um, and I feel I feel good about the athletes I'm gonna put on the field. So that's my thirteenth pick. All right. Yeah, J.R. Ryder. I got. I don't have a lot I can say about him. He's going back before my time as as a Timberwolves fan. So just some pretty brief highlights. I, you know, hey, we're getting late in the draft, and you gotta you gotta put bodies out there. And I think congratulations, you found a body. Found, besides <laughs> Zach Levine, maybe the most athletic body. Ooh, you more athletic than an Anthony Edwards? Well, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> he is not. No, but I again, I think if you're, if I'm going to give you Ant at one, and I'll take J.R. Ryder at thirteen, I don't. I mean, again, positionally wise, I'm better at you than enough other positions that I, I'll give up running back to you. But again, I'm looking at your defense right now. Is not selected. You've completely neglected most of your defense. You took one defender at your second pick, and only one other the rest of the draft. So I don't need to be great. I just need to be good enough to beat your defense, which I don't have a concern about. Funny you should mention my defense. Let's get to pick number 13. With the 13th overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft, I select possibly the you know current best defender on the Timberwolves. Going to set aside, you know, there is a man by the name of Rudy Gobert that I am not selecting, but the one who has maybe the brightest, one of the brightest futures of any Timberwolves defender that we've seen in my defensive wildcard position, I select Jaden McDaniels. Defensive yeah, wildcard. Yeah, it's a great pick. Jaden McDaniels. Talking about the need for defense, and that's when as soon as you filled up, you know, your defense, that's when I was sitting back and thinking, yeah, I can I can sit on Jaden here. He's going to be my defensive wildcard. I can put him back at a safety. He can play a linebacker. Talk about immediately making this defense that much better. Jaden does that. So now you look at my defensive lineup and you've got a Jimmy Butler back there, a Jaden McDaniels, an Andre Karolinko. These are some, you know, all NBA defensive type talents that you're seeing in my backfield. So there we go. There's my there's my 14th overall pick. 
Yeah. No, I mean, that is that is allowed. You're allowed to do that. Um, Jaden McDaniels, I don't know that he could run at full speed wearing a football helmet with his build currently. <laughs> Oh, that's that's you wanna... that's too harsh to that guy. J- Jaden is a <laughs> heck of an athlete. How dare you? I on on behalf oh, of Jaden. No, no, McDaniels. no. <laughs> no, I will. I will. That is fair. You know, you can you can get you can get protective of him. I'm just saying, on a football field, you know, you talked earlier about. Oh, I don't know if Vando is going to be able to tackle Ant in the open field. I don't know if Jaden. I mean, he's on he's on your defense, which means potentially. If Peck gets up to the second level, we have a Peck versus Jaden McDaniels can, collision. Can we say, though, you know, Jaden came after J.R. Ryder. So in my mind, and I'm looking at this defender, you're going speed. Jaden doesn't have to tackle Pekovich. He's got to worry about a J.R. Ryder and a Zach Levine. Those are two guys that he can tackle. Those are your offensive weapons. He can he can tackle them if he can catch them. Yep, that is true. I don't think I don't think, you know... There's a reason why you can't play Jaden against like the super elite small quick guards. There's a reason you can't play him on De'Aaron Fox. There's a reason you can't put him on Ja. He doesn't match up well with him. He doesn't have the foot speed and lateral quickness. He's a great, great, great defender for a lot of things. That's not his game. He's not a Josh Akogi. He's not an ant even where he can get down and get low and get lateral and stay in front of guys. So it's like if you're drafting him to keep up with my athletes, I'm, I'm fine with that. I I'm fine with he's I'm a, fine with a, that a, too. So <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a, he's just a different type of defender yeah. to me. But, but, and he's not a like Jaden to me is a great great basketball player. I don't know if he's a great football defender. His game isn't built on physicality or quickness. It's built on like long limbs. I don't that doesn't scare me. There's there is you know we talk about you know just having that that heart that desire you know he's he's got that defensively so he he's one of those guys that you put him in any scenario he's gonna find out how to defend he's gonna give it his all you know he's got that got that quote unquote dog in him if you will. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna move on and I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna stay with kind of my my athlete offense and and just kind of see if you can if you can keep up so I have one I have a quarterback left and I have a coach left I'm going to take my quarterback so with the 15th selection in the Timberwolves football draft I select Stefan Marbury quarterback yeah all right. so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Starbury here um I would say as far as you know quarterbacks distributors he is, you look at assists per game, fun fact, look this up, averaged more assists per game in his peak than, than Ricky did in his Timberwolves season. So that's fun. Mm. Um, and, and you have, so you have a guy that can distribute for sure. You've also got a guy that can go get his own. He is by far, if I look at the, the people that I had on my quarterbacks list, um, I almost put Levine at quarterback and just played Wildcat and just went all athletes, but I, I like having Levine out wide and I like having a guy like a guy like Marbury at my quarterback because I think he's athletic enough and he he's you know he wants to go get his own, but he can pass as well. I think he's a really good combination of both. And again, if you can give me that the the type of offense I'm building, I view a lot based on again quickness. And, and trying to develop mismatches with some of the people that you have on, on your front. So at some point, I'm going to get either a 31-year-old Kirilenko, which I'm sorry, I have to keep bringing up, or a 7-foot-tall Jaden McDaniels in space against against some of my athletes, and, I, and I'm totally fine with that. So that's my, that's my pick at quarterback. I got a, a top-end talent guy. That's probably my first real um, like character concern guy, I feel like. 
Um, yep. yep. But I haven't I haven't built a whole team around it like you have, so I, I think we can handle that okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, character concerns? Is, isn't it just Jimmy that we're talking about in my team? I think every other guy ha- is is generally speaking pretty affable and pretty like even positive in general. Caleb, Wiggins, Edwards, Karolinko, Jaden. Sorry, I'll say I'll say character <laughs> concerns and mentality concerns. Gotcha. You've got you've got an immature Jaden. You've got a not get up for big moments, Caleb and Wiggins, and you have a coach in Ricky Rubio. That I again, I love Ricky as a player. I would have, I would have taken him at quarterback probably if he was there. If you wouldn't have taken him, but as a coach, as a, as a, as a disciplinarian, as a leader of men, I don't. It's just going to be a different. It's going to be a very different vibe on your team, and maybe it'll work. They're just, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it with that with that combination of of personalities. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're we're coming down to our last three picks here, so. Oof, let's let's get to mine. So, thing, things are a little slim here. I got to pick an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Still, um, you've just got your coach left. So I, I've got the uh, the the board here. So let's see. It doesn't really matter because you just got a coach. Empty board. All right, I got my guy with the 16th overall pick in the Timberwolves football draft at defensive lineman. You know, I got an AK-47 already on my team. I think I need a trebuchet. Give me Gorgie Jane at defensive lineman. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I... All right. Yep. You know, there's there's not a lot out there. <laughs> no, that's not true. Gorgie, I'm going to defend you. Gorgie, yeah, it's he's... almost like you shouldn't have waited until the last two picks to address both your line positions. That's well, weird. I mean, to be fair, there's only been, you know, Pekovic and KG who are gone right away. Like It's not like there's other linemen who are out there for us. Oh, there's there's multiple other linemen I would have just taken before Gorgie. Yeah, but you know what? You gotta get gotta get the trebuchet back there. He's gonna be again. I, you look at my my defense. They're lengthy. They're long. You know, Gorgie. He's gonna be able to. If anything's being thrown over the top, those arms are up. He's blocking it. He's gonna be able to move quicker than Pekovic if he needs to. So again, I've got I've got a lot of length on my defense. A lot of going sideline to sideline, slowing things down. Defensive lineman Gorgie, I believe in you back there. He can he'll be able to muscle up with Pekovic a little bit. Pekovic, of course, is bigger, but he's not gonna get run over. He can he can stand his ground for a moment. Yeah, no, he can't. That's not true. <laughs> um, but all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We'll have we'll have summative comments at the end and we can talk about roster construction and how and how it looks. But um, with my last selection and the 17th pick in the Timberwolves football draft, at my head coach, I select Tom Thibodeau, give me uh, give me Tibbs as my head coach. I think I think that you know you can see the identity we're building here, right? I, I haven't made a secret about it all night long. We are building a a defense first mentality. I have a lot of concerns about Tibbs if he's going to be here for years and years. Kind of similar to your Butler concerns, mm-hmm. I would say. X's and O's wise, he has a track record of success, both in Minnesota that we had almost never had outside of KG and just across his tenure in the NBA. Like he has a track record of getting people to do the right things. Is it based out of fear? Sure. Is that a very clean fuel? I want to run an entire franchise on? No. But for one game, 
I probably trust Tibbs more than any coach in NBA history to like demand excellence out of people with his defensive acumen. You know, you want to talk X's and O's. The mismatch between Thibodeau and Rubio is pretty hilarious. Um, there's just oh, defensively there's just versus not offensively. A comparison you know, there. It's defense versus offense. That's stop, all. stop. You have you have <laughs> it's, like it's a football. decorated, recognized NBA coach that invented new ways to play defense. Versus a fringe starting point guard in the NBA. Again, you remind me. We're not going to have that conversation where they're equals on the coaches' side. We're playing football. We're not playing basketball. This is football. Tibbs has no football background whatsoever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, of course. (laughs) Yeah, because Ricky does. Ricky Ricky spent a lot of time growing up in Barcelona (laughs) throwing a football around. He doesn't have a goddamn clue (laughs) how to draw up an offense. We're not going to talk about well, that. It's been brought up, you look it's at been straight brought up with other players. Like, it's not a football, you know. Oh, player. my God. Just saying, t- I mean, you get Tibbs back there. Again, we're going to hear him yelling, Ice, Ricky. He'll probably be Ice. yelling across the sideline. But, yeah, sure. Tibbs can be can, can try to coach football. I'm not worried about it. But let's keep the draft going. We got one more pick to go. I've got an offensive lineman still to pick. So, with the 18th and final pick in the Timberwolves football draft at offensive lineman I select Rosho Nesterovich Rosho Nesterovich so as you get to the up to the lineman right a couple guys still on my mind you could get like a Craig Smith you could get a Gary Trent you could get some big bodies all these guys relatively interchangeable to me in terms of with the guy Roshan Osterovich that I got. I just got someone who's a little bit taller, a little bit heavier in a Roshan Osterovich. And so, uh, again, Pekovic is the, was the clear number one. He's, you know, one of the heavier players in, in NBA history when he's, I believe he was 307 and he was still able to move and do all those things. But Roshan Osterovich, I believe he topped out around like 216. He's a seven footer. He's someone who can come in as an offensive lineman with the last pick in the draft and with the relatively thin position that was there. I'm going to be pretty content with bringing Rosho in as being my starting offensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with some of those other names, maybe a little more. I even thought Al Jefferson as an O lineman was just a he was just a big dude and was still pretty nimble. But I, who knows? I just think, yeah, I think leaving leaving your line for the last couple picks, I think I think is a is a problem. You know, I think to me, anyways, like I said, Peck and KG were like the two clear cut best i would say um and i think i think not having either of them leaves you to that point where you've got to take some of these other guys so we'll see um you know your line is nesterovich and gorgie on both sides of the ball i'm i'm feeling pretty good um but you know so there's there's the draft we we got through we got through it we are um, maybe we can recap the teams here quick. I can I can just go position by position and say who's who, or should we do one whole team at a time? Yeah, how about how about just let's let's defend our teams. We'll go over it and we defend it and, and give our one minute defense for why you know voters should vote for our team, and then we'll we'll call it a day. Love it. All right. Well, since I got the first pick, I'll go first, and you can have the last word. I will really really try to not say anything while you're talking. I'll be a man of honor, <laughs> and I will not interject. So. I will go through my team begins and ends with defense. I obviously made a huge draft capital commitment. I genuinely believe that my team on defense would from a mentality standpoint and from a athleticism standpoint 
and from a uh, just a disciplined and and all those things, the things that I want out of an actual football defense, not a basketball defense, but a football defense, I think I got some of the best people. I love KG's mentality. He's my Ray Lewis. He's the guy in the middle that is going to, to lead my team that we will rally around. Um, by far the best example of that in Wolves history, and it's not even close. So we've got him on my defense along with... Um, so he's my defensive lineman. We got Trenton Hassel and Vando is kind of my my linebacker types. Um, great nose for the ball, high competitive guy, super high motor. Um, then you got a Kogi at corner to to take away um, the other team's receiver, which I really like. That's backed by the the Tibbs defense, which I, I really trust his acumen. I trust the history um, to figure it out, and I trust him to get people to listen to him, not long term, but for one game. I like it a lot. On offense, we have Pekovic up front. Again, that's the big identity piece. He was a number one overall pick for a reason. I, I will again say he is um, the most, if you put on a football field, he would be the most physically dominant player um, in terms of strength and size and, and combination of athleticism that would be drafted. And I, and I, again, don't think that one is particularly close. And then I just went athletes the rest of the way. So I have Levine, J.R. Ryder, and Stefan Marbury is the rest of my offense. A lot of guys that are are highly quick, a little undersized if you look at it that way. We don't have a lot, of, a ton of bulk, um, but we have a lot of quickness and a lot of athleticism. Um, that looking at your defense with Gorgie, an aging Kirilenko, a skinny Jaden McDaniels. I'll give you Jimmy Butler, but the rest of it, I just don't see how they stay in front of and contain uh, a team of athletes. Or we just go right up the middle and Pekovic could probably take Gorgie seven to ten yards downfield anytime he wanted to. And we can go right up the middle and we can just, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. If We don't need to score every play. We just need to get first downs. And I don't believe there's a universe you stop me from getting ten yards and four tries if I run right behind Pekovic. So that's the defense of my team. I think that we have a fantastic leader in KG. And outside of maybe one or two guys, we have a lot of guys that made a career out of doing things the right way, playing hard, playing together, playing team first ball um, on our defensive side. I, I love it. I'm super, super happy with how it went. And I think, to be honest, you fumbled the bag and waited too long on some key positions for a football game. So, And now I will be a man of my word and shut up. Whew. All right. Well, it's no surprise that my team begins and ends with who would be the greatest football player in Timberwolves history? And that is Anthony Edwards. He is one who, when you hand him the ball, it does not matter who's on the defensive side. You've, you've talked about your highly vaunted defense with your KG, with your Trenton Hassel, your Josh Akogi, your Jared Vanderbilt. None of them, one-on-one -on -one in an open field, are tackling Anthony Edwards. You're going to always have to commit at least two of those guys to Edwards to try to take him down. So when I look at my team and I look at where, you know, the value of my draft picks went, you look at Ant and you say, yeah, he's going to take two defenders. If you want to stack two guys on the line, well, I got a quarterback who can throw it over the top better than any other Timberwolf could in Kevin Love. Connecting with an Andrew Wiggins, chucking it down the field. Rosho, as my offensive lineman, He'll hold up. You know, he'll do what he needs to. Standing there, being strong. He can slow KG down for just enough time if KG's rushing that it buys time for Wiggins to get downfield and Caleb to throw it over. Just with what Anthony Edwards does offensively, even for someone who invested all this draft capital in defense, it's still a mismatch. There's still too much that he can do. Then you go to go to defense and love Jimmy. Jimmy one-on-one -on -one with Zach Levine. I already talked about this, but that is, that's shut down. It's over. Levine isn't getting off the line. You've got Jaden McDaniels open, running around the field, ready to stop anything. Whatever whatever offensive scheme you're designing, say you're trying to run heavy, yeah, 
put him put him up close to the line. He'll be able to move there with a Gorgie Jane who also has that length, that wingspan. It's not going to be easy to run by. You know, Pekovic isn't the fastest guy out there. Yep, he can get downhill, but he's not the fastest. He'll be able to step to the side, use those long arms, tackle guys, and of course, AK-47 there as well. Wrap it all up with one of the smartest basketball players in Timberwolves history and Ricky Rubio, somebody who just knows how to make a team better, how to make a team work and work together. There is my team. There's my defense of why you should pick my team beginning and ending with Anthony Edwards. All right. You made it. You made it the whole minute. You didn't, didn't jump in. That was physically <laughs> painful to not. <laughs> I know. I, I felt it too, by yeah. the way. Oh, that is. <laughs> not I, saying I, 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 okay. I'm not going to say, oh my God. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. We're good. We're done. Yep. Yep. Last, last word. Oh, last word. hurts. There. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, listeners, listeners, we're going to kick it to you. You you heard the teams. You heard the defenses. You heard our, our final minute on why you should you know vote for our team here on, on Canis Hoopus. Um, it, it's in your hands now. So, you know, we, we put our teams out there for you. It's going to go to you. We, we got to get running. This one, you know, has gone on quite a while. It's some intensity, some back and forth. Um, Mitch, any, anything you want to say, not draft related about our teams, but anything you want to say before we get going here? If it can't be about the draft, then no, I'm, I'm, I've got nothing else to say. I don't think, <laughs> no, it was, it was super fun. I, this is the kind of stuff that I love wasting hours and hours of my time on. It's the reason that I really, really enjoy sports and having people around me that care about sports and know enough about them to have these sort of talks. So it's a ton of fun. It always is. Um, I appreciate you taking the time and, and love doing this stuff with you. So I, I had a blast. Yeah, listeners, this is a big reason why we're doing this is, you know, take this conversation, you know, to your to your friends, you know, go out and go out for a happy hour, get some drinks and, and draft a football team. It's a lot of fun. So with that, we'll uh, we'll wrap for the week. So as always, remember, change your face, be happy, enjoy the week. We'll see you next time.